You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. Welcome back to the show. If you are new to the podcast fam, welcome. We are so freaking stoked that you're here. And if you are an OG, we love you to the moon and back. And if you haven't already, would you just mind taking two minutes today and leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your listening platform of choice? I'm pretty sure you can at least uh, rate on Spotify. But that simple review means the world to us. And we not only read every single one, it also allows us to continue to grow this podcast to reach new people and connect with even more incredible guests for you on this show. All right, the review spiel is over. Now onto the details of today's episode. Today's episode is something near and dear to our hearts. It comes from a super personal place to us, and we've gotten a lot of questions about this specific topic. But we also want to acknowledge that this episode won't necessarily be a perfect fit for everyone. Oh, you could probably guess by the title, but we wouldn't want to say this up front. You are welcome here, regardless of whether or not you believe in God and therefore what we're about to share or not, you are welcome. If this episode doesn't quite hit home for you, zero worries. We hope you can still glean something from it or maybe just join us on the next episode. Now, sharing our faith and how God has changed our lives and businesses is just a topic that's literally impossible for us not to share. Um, If you've been around the Heart University or this podcast community for any length of time, you know that God is a huge part of our lives and businesses, and not sharing Him would be inauthentic to us and therefore to you guys. But because of that, when asked what our number one piece of business, business advice is, one of our top answers is always, make God your CEO. Invite the Holy Spirit to be in the head chair to steer the ship. But as we've shared that over the years, we've gotten a lot of, you know, specific questions of like, okay, wait, how? Like, what does it mean to bring God into your business? Like, what, like, does that mean into your marketing or can it just be behind the scenes? Like, how does that work? What are some practical ways to implement that as a believer? So when we say God is the CEO, what does that actually look like? Today, this episode, we are sharing our personal perspective and experiences on every single one of those questions. So whether you're a believer looking to do the same thing in your business or you have any other belief system and you're curious on what ours looks like as entrepreneurs, pull up a chair. We are so happy you're here. Let's get started with today's show. Let me guess, you're sitting on your couch feeling lonely as heck and desperately looking for a business BFF who actually knows what you're going through as an entrepreneur. Once upon a time, we were in your shoes and feeling that exact same loneliness. Yep, we were, can confirm. Before Evie and I met each other and grew our friendship to what it is today, we felt like we were just exhausting every option to find fellow creative entrepreneurs. And it can just be discouraging spinning your wheels with little to no progress. But I just wanna encourage you today, there is hope and your desire for community is normal because you were designed for community. Which is why we've created a freebie for you, how to build community as an entrepreneur. We give you all of our tips and tricks to finding your people. All you have to do is go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash community to download that free guide today. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, friend, welcome to the show. If you have listened to literally more than two of our past episodes, if you follow Lindsay and I at all, or if you know us even a little bit, you probably know that we are believers. 
And while this podcast and our company are not solely Christian or faith-based, we definitely don't hide it. And we believe wholeheartedly in believers going out into the world in every sphere of life and standing firm and bold for the Lord. We believe in bringing the kingdom to heaven in every aspect of life and not just keeping it segregated into a nice little faith box only to be let out on Sunday morning. Like, (laughs) do you mean kingdom of heaven? You said kingdom to heaven? (laughs) Did I say that? Yes. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) We believe in bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth. That is what I meant to say. (laughs) I just laughed. This is kingdom to heaven. I love that you took like 30 seconds to like realize that I said that. Or to say something. I was just letting you talk. (laughs) That's funny. I love it. Well... Uh, The point is, (laughs) we do not believe that our faith should be kept Sunday mornings. And we are very, very passionate about bringing the Lord into business. Yeah. Well, and that's not even biblical to keep church segregated to like a little Sunday morning box and then not let your faith touch any other aspect of your life. Um, Yeah. But I would would just say that. Uh, The other thing is, I want to touch on today's conversation. We got asked so many times how we incorporate the Lord into our businesses as creative entrepreneurs. So today that's like, that's what we're sharing. We're sharing our hearts on basically how we do that. And before we go further, we actually have an episode very similar to this topic that I highly recommend. We it launched like a, two years ago, I think it's episode 40. So like it's, one of the OGs nearly. Um, <laughs> it's how we integrate our faith into our business. So that that's a little bit more of like how we like boldly share our faith yeah. but don't but don't turn people away or don't you know don't like polarize it and and don't make like our business is fully Christian. Yeah. Like there's a definitely a way to do that. So I de- definitely recommend going to listen to that if you haven't yet before, you know, continue, we can, you can continue on and then go listen, whatever. It doesn't matter, but <laughs> it's a great episode. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, starting off, I want to say, I want to encourage you, if you're listening to this episode, I'm assuming the majority of our listeners today are going to be believers who are very interested in making God their CEO. They're if curious you're, what if you're that actually looks listening like. to this. Yeah. If you are at this point in the episode, you are probably a believer interested in making God your CEO or maybe just interested in hearing. And either people are welcome here. Either group is welcome here. But I want to start off before we really dive into a bunch of practicalities or anything like that. I want to encourage you to live a life so focused on your relationship with the Lord that everything you do will naturally be an outflow of that relationship, business included. If you are a Christian who believes the Bible is the word of God and we are his people called to bring the kingdom of heaven to earth, to make disciples and to share him to the nation, then everything that you do will encompass that. Now, that doesn't mean (laughs) that your career has to be ministry. It doesn't mean that you have to be a pastor. It doesn't mean that you have to be an evangelist. It also doesn't mean that whatever you do should have the word Christian slapped in front of it. Like, oh, I am a Christian singer or, oh, I'm a Christian business owner or anything like that, that does not have to necessarily be in your title. It can. A Christian donut shop, right? Like, <laughs> like it does, it can be in there. I'm not saying it, it can't, but I'm also saying it does not have to be. Like, also when you do that, I feel like you segregate yourself to only be, like, if you're, if you like are a, a Christian singer, you're probably on K-Love, right? Like you're only, <laughs> you're only singing to believers instead of yeah. like, everyone. Or if you're a Christian donut shop, does that mean that like only Christians can like come into your donut shop? Like, yeah, what is absolutely. That? Yeah. Just our encouragement is just be 
dang good at whatever you do and live in such unity and and connection with the Father Mm. that you are going to impact every single person who comes in contact with you or with your business or with anything to do with you because you are connected to the Lord, not necessarily because you have a Bible verse in the front of your store or on your website. People will just feel something different with you because they're feeling the Holy Spirit flowing in and out of your life. Yeah. That's not to say you can't have a Bible verse like in your store or yeah, on your website. Yeah, absolutely. But like, don't just slap that there and then like consider that a day. Um, okay, I, we actually got this section like from, I'm pretty sure it's from Dreaming from God or Dreaming with God by... Uh, Bill Johnson. Thank you. You're <laughs> like, welcome. <his> name <laughs> But this goes really, really well into kind of the conversation that we're talking about, which there, if you don't know this, there are seven major realms of influence in society. Even if you don't know this, you probably can like understand once I say this. There's number one, business. Two, education. Three is the church. Four is family. Five is arts and entertainment. Six is science and medicine. And seven is government. So and those like, are not in any specific order of most influential oh, yeah, no. to least. It's just no. seven Literally things. Literally just slapped them on the page. So no order whatsoever. <laughs> but like those are seven different spheres of influence, right? Like those are almost any job or or segment of life that you could think of probably falls into one of those seven categories, right? Yes. Now, God calls us as Christians to go out into the world using our gifts and talents to literally change the world, like declaring His name. And He calls us to bring people to Him, to be disciples of nations. And if we truly believe that way, like the truth that, that the life is only found through knowing and believing Jesus, like our lives are only, I can't, I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like our life is only found through knowing and believing in Jesus Christ. And like, boy, do we need to take up that great commission and spread his name to all seven spheres of influence. Um, that kind of applies to like what we were saying before of like, if you are a believer, it doesn't mean that you have to slap on a, like a, a title of Christian in front of it and, and just like stay in your little Christian bubble. Or it doesn't mean that you can only be meaningful for the kingdom of God if you work in the church. Like the church yeah. is one of the seven fears. Now it, did I say fears? Spheres. <laughs> fears. <laughs> uh, spheres. Um, and like we we need people in the church just as much as we need people in the entertainment industry, in medicine, mm-hmm. in government, like all the things, right? Um, and so like that's why he calls us to go into all seven fears of influence and make a difference, make an impact for the kingdom. And now that obviously applies to like everyone, not just business owners, but you'll notice that business is one of the seven spheres, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. So that's kind of what we're all about and what we want to break down today, how we incorporate the Lord into our businesses, making Him, as we like to call, our co-CEO. So we're going to dive in and get started on a bunch of our thoughts on how to go about that, how to practically implement bringing God into the co-CEO chair. And before we dive in any further, I want to give a preface to remember, if you are a business owner, if you are a human being listening to this podcast, you are a steward. Anything that you have is God's. Any finances, any time, any other blessings, they are all from God's hand. So when you go to make decisions Ask the one who knows everything. Like as you go through life, there is the creator of the whole freaking universe just eagerly anticipating a relationship with you and a desire to pour his thoughts, his resources, his information, his wisdom into you. I mean, the Bible talks all the time about, and if any of you lacks wisdom, ask of God uh, who gives to all liberally without reproach. So Mm -hmm. I just want to encourage you, 
He is the master creator. He is the master businessman. He is the king of all kings. How could we not want him to be our CEO? So we dive in now to some of our top practical tips. But if you want to go deeper on this topic, one of our favorite books that we both repeat read like every single year is Dreaming with God by Bill Johnson that we mentioned before. And then another amazing book is Doing Business God's Way with Dennis Peacock. So if you like finish this episode today and you're like, man, I am hungry for more. I want even more of God in my life and in my business. Go read those two books. They're both life-changingly powerful and we cannot recommend them enough. Mm. All right. That's so good. Well, so let's actually like get into the the meat of like how we actually make God our CEO. We have three main points that we're going to kind of dive into and we're going to discuss a lot within them. So number one, this is kind of, you're going to be like, I roll at me. I, you, I know it. Just I'm but, telling but you. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> number one is seek him first every day. Now I know you're, I know you're about to turn your eyeballs in a circle. Don't do it. Um, <laughs> This is like uh, the reason I'm making a joke about that is because it's obvious. Like to any believer that's like, I know I need to read my Bible. Okay. But like, actually, um, you yeah. cannot run a business alongside the Lord and invite him in if you don't know him. Right. Yeah. I, I guess this is honestly less of a business tip and more of a lifestyle altering tip, if you will. <laughs> but like, think of this. You couldn't start a business with like Elon Musk. Like pretend you have a relationship with Elon Musk. Well, no, pretend you don't because you can't start a business with Elon Musk without having a relationship with him, right? Like me and Evie could not start the Heart University without knowing each other, right? You can't bring God into your CEO seat and be able to hear his voice, especially in your life and in your business without actually spending time and building that relationship and practice hearing his voice. Mm -hmm. If you don't know somebody, you can't just like like ask them to co-run a business with you, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. And I, I think there's something to be said too. It's very easy, depending on your upbringing in the church, depending on on how you were taught about God and about faith and about, you know, relationship with Him. A lot of Christians have been raised with this distant understanding of God where He's this omnip, omnip oh my gosh, omnis, omniscient. Did I say that Om- right? Omnipotent? Is that what you, I think I was trying to go Omnip- for that. Omnip- Omnipotent. Omniscient. No. <laughs> um, omniscient, I believe, is what I was trying to go for. But you know what, guys? We are a hot mess. We're just going to skim on past that word and go into— Everybody, everybody knows the word that we're trying to say, whatever it you is. You guys get it, okay? I think those are two different— Omniscient and omnipotent. Omnipotent. <laughs> Um, Don't even no, we're done. We're done. We're I'm, gonna leave, I'm gonna leave that. I read it more than I say it, guys. Okay. All knowing is the what, point is, is this, <laughs> this all-knowing, all-powerful, distant deity, God being. And instead, I can't stop laughing. The point is, we want you to stop viewing God as that, not saying that He's not all-knowing and all-powerful and that we shouldn't have the fear of the Lord. Those, those are all there. However, you there is, Lindsay is laughing. Stop laughing. <laughs> it's because I looked at the word, um, whatever it is written. And I literally, and my brain was going, um, omniscient. Um, omniscient. <laughs> I'm like trying to get back on my role. Fine, it's like, go, 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 go. Truth. Go. Okay. Okay. Let's think. <laughs> the point is we really want to encourage you in building a relationship with God. You can't be close friends with someone that you view as unattainable or, impossible to 
have intimacy with or connection with. You can't be best friends with someone that you, A, don't know, and B, that you don't believe you can know, that doesn't like you, doesn't love you, doesn't have anything to say to you. That's a terrible relationship, and that's not what God has designed for us. God is, yes, the creator of the universe. He is all-powerful. He is all-knowing. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and the fear of the Lord is real and is powerful. It is the beginning of knowledge, the beginning of wisdom. However, God has also called us friends, not servants. He mm. says, does, does the servant know what the master is doing? No, but the friends do. He has called us to be seated, co-heirs with Christ, seated at the right hand of God. There is a, a power that God is close and intimate and a friend. And you cannot have someone in your CEO seat that you don't know. You can't Mm. have someone in your CEO seat helping you run your business that you don't have a relationship with, that you can't communicate with, that you can't just pop into their office and say, man, I'm having a rough day. This decision is getting me down. Do you have thoughts? That is the type of relationship God wants to have with us. And before we dive into anything else on bringing God into your CEO seat, you have to pursue that relationship with Him. And that means spending time reading the Word and meditating on the Word. Don't just read the words on the paper. Sit there and think, man, what does it mean to be a friend of God? What does it mean to ask Him for wisdom and He gives it liberally? You know, what does it mean to be under the shadow of the wing? You know, just sit and meditate on Scripture and and sit in His presence. The other thing I want to say is talk to God. Like Mm -hmm. talk to Him personally like a friend. Do not just pray, you know, oh, before I lay me down to sleep, I pray this night my soul to keep. Like those prayers are fine, but there is an intimacy and a depth with the creator that he is hungry for you to experience and for you to ask for and to tap into. And there is such an intimacy and a closeness with the father that is life-changing. Lindsay and I both, I feel like are just tiptoe, the shallow end of what we know is available to us. But we chat with God just like he's a best friend. And I will, I've had moments where I'm cracking up at a joke that I swear to you, God cracked with me when I was talking to him about something and he made a joke and I just started dying laughing, having this like inside joke with the father while I'm in prayer with him because God is so full of joy and so full of peace and so full of wisdom. He is not this stiff, angry grandpa up in the sky. He is a close friend and a lover and full of peace and joy and all the things. So talk to him like a friend. I also want to say like, just how grateful we should be that like, that's the relationship that one, God wants to have with us, but that two, we can have with him. Absolutely. I've been reading through Exodus and Leviticus, which is dry, but very uh, eye-opening. Like when you actually like dig into the actual like story of what's happening with the Israelites, I I don't know. Like I usually, I feel like glaze over a little bit when it gets to like the tabernacle and like all the dimensions. And I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, I get it. <laughs> cubit by cubit. Wait, okay, I get it. And then they like, they spend like four chapters describing it and then they'll do it again. And I'm like, why? I don't get, okay. But um, I, I was having a devotional that I was reading alongside of it. So it, it helped kind of like bring it home of like, why was this specific? And it it brought in a really good picture of like 
before Jesus died for our sins to actually give us that intimacy with the Lord, there were so many stipulations. There were so many, because people were so sinful and because God was so holy, Mm -hmm. they had to like do so much just to get in the presence with God. And a lot of people, like only even like the holiest of holy priests could only even go into like the holiest of holy. Well, one day, one day a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, like where God wrestled, not wrestled, uh, nestled. Rested. (laughs) Rested. Thank you. (laughs) Where God rested like on the mercy seat in the tabernacle. Like people couldn't just like walk up and like literally what Evie's talking about of like, hey God, I'm having a rough day. Like people, like that was not able to happen because he's so holy and we are so broken and so sinful. It's like, like Jesus died for our sins so that he could have a relationship with you. And like, we actually have, like, I'm just, I'm like, as like, Evie's talking, I'm like, wow, like we have such a radical, amazing gift that God's given us in this day and age that like, all we have to do is believe in him. Like that's literally it. And like, he wants just such a, a empowering, just beautiful, intimate relationship with you. Like the person that's listening to this, whether you believe him or not, he wants to have a relationship with you. And that's what we're talking about when we're saying like, oh, he's not like this distant, like God in the sky that's just angry and just does these things. Like, no, he, yes, he's all powerful. He's all knowing, but he also is a friend and he wants to talk to you. And so that's the first point is before we even get into any business thing, like seek him first every day, talk to him, journal your thoughts, pray with him, talk to him when you're angry, talk to him when you're frustrated, talk to him when you're happy and you're thankful and you're just glorifying him for who he is and what he's given you in your life. Oh, hold on, hold on. I just, I don't know if this is applicable, but it is because the Lord's telling me to share it. Um, I don't know where I heard this. I think uh, our friend Sim said it. There are people praying to be where you are right now. Mm. And that just reminded me of like, be so thankful about what he's already given you in life and express that gratitude and thankfulness to him. Like that can be a part of like your relationship. Like imagine you were married and your spouse kept giving you things and like just like sacrificed over and over and over again. And you never said thank you. You never did anything. You never even addressed how how grateful you were for everything that they did for you. Like they'd probably be fed up with you, right? Like God, (laughs) not that that God ever will, but. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like God isn't fed up with you. Like he's continually like loving and wants that relationship. Um, And it's just a good perspective of like, you even probably were praying for what you wanted yeah. Like a year ago that you have now. Like, I don't know, I'm getting off topic, but you get it. We um, love that. Yeah. Well, that actually leads us really well into number two. So, so the first thing we want to talk about is just seek the Lord first in everything that you do in your life, in your everyday. The second thing is bring prayer into your business. And that is one of the most powerful ways to bring God in as co-CEO. You, those are, consider those prayer times as like your executive meetings, like mm-hmm. not not that those need to be scheduled as in like once a week or every quarter I have one prayer session with the Lord but <laughs> but you know consider it's not just now prayer to God it is prayer aka talk conversations with and talking to your co-CEO yeah. and prayer is so 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 powerful I cannot even stress that enough I think a lot of us can view prayer as like oh God please bless this food bless my day help me not get sick but Prayer, especially in your business, is life-changing. It is business-changing. And so in bringing God into your co-CEO, bring Him into your business decisions through prayer. Like, 
ask him questions, ask him, you know, what is your will on this? Should I go to the left or to the right? Should I stay put? Should I run? Should I walk? Should I, you know, he has so much to offer. He has so much wisdom ready to pour out upon us and our business. So much blessing if we will only ask. Yeah. I would say like, Start your prayer or start your work days with prayer. Start your meetings with prayer. Pray for your clients before you meet with them. Like every time you get a sale, thank the Lord. Like pray and just like start that conversation. Yeah. Um, ask God to give you his revelation on, on certain decisions. If you're stuck in something, like ask him for the answer. Ask him for wisdom on what to do. And then practice hearing his voice. So there's like a, a lot of things, th- a lot of different ways that people hear from God, but like one, ask God questions, right? to make space without distractions. So don't just like ask God something and then just continue on out your day. Like actually make space yeah. to hear from him and like to set aside time to actually talk with him instead of just like saying like, hey, hey God, can you do this? And then just like continuing on with your day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, everyone hears from God differently. Um, this is a bunch of different ways that people hear from God, but one, pictures, two, dreams, three, words or or a thought that isn't something that would naturally come from you where you just know like that's from the spirit like that's from the lord um for something in your spirit that jumps that's that's different from when you're just thinking mm-hmm. um that's a little bit different than like a word um five signs six words from other believers like god can use other people to speak to you through or speak yeah to you through them um those are a lot of different ways um and if you haven't ever experience God in, in some of those ways, then like ask him, yeah. ask him like before you go to sleep at night, like, Hey God, speak to me tonight in a dream. Like mm-hmm. I, I want to know you. I want to talk to you. I want to hear you more. Just ask him for those and then give him space to actually answer. Listen up entrepreneurs. Do you ever struggle with getting all of the nutrients that you need in a day? Cause let's be real. You are busy as heck. Same. Introducing Athletic Greens. We've started taking AG1 because we wanted to see what all of the hype was about. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Literally all the things. Yes, AG1 contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. And a friend of ours describes it as white gummy bear flavor, and that is very accurate. (laughs) Yes, it's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself, and your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is so important to add in the winter months when you don't get as much sunlight. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash heart. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash heart to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Have you ever been working with your team on a project and you're trying to do everything over email? And let's be real, things work well enough in the beginning, but once you start adding more than a couple of people or sharing more than a couple of files, the whole thing becomes a big old mess. We relate to that big time. We uh, started our team communication via text messaging. So let's just say that got very messy very fast. (laughs) Yes, this is where Basecamp comes in. Basecamp is designed to make managing projects easy for everyone. Basecamp offers a straightforward concept of project management, and it allows collaboration with internal team and clients. Yes, a lot of Basecamp customers use it to collaborate with clients, but it was also built to help teams stay in the loop of the work they need to do without overwhelming everyone with countless emails 
emails and notifications. The company as a whole is big on work-life balance and you know we love that here too. Go to basecamp.com forward slash heart and sign up today to start a free 30-day trial. There's no credit card required and you can cancel online at any time. Yes, if you wanna know if Basecamp is right for your team, signing up for a trial is the best way to do so. Remember to go to basecamp.com forward slash heart to get your free trial. Thank you, Basecamp, for sponsoring this episode. I know a pastor once, I forget who it was, but a pastor was giving a sermon on hearing the voice of the Lord and he was talking about how, you know, our thoughts, our our brain is a lot like uh, a radio signal, like a radio in the sense that there's a lot of different channels and a lot of different like thought patterns that we can find ourselves in and different voices that we're tuning into, whether it's our own, whether it's, you know, the voices of past people who have criticized us or maybe our biggest fans, like our parents who cheer us on or whatever that looks like. We we have different channels that we can tune into with our in our thoughts and in our head. And he strongly encourages, he's like, listening to knowing how to hear the voice of God requires tuning into his radio frequency and really putting an effort to find what channel God's on. And, you know, for each of us, like we hear from God differently or in different ways. You know, I know so many people who primarily hear from God through other people giving them a word that's confirming something that they read in scripture. So it's mm-hmm. it's confirmation words through other believers and finding it, you know, something jumping out on the page through reading the Bible. I know other people who get a lot of words via actual pictures. Like while they're talking to someone, they'll just suddenly have like a mental picture jump into their head of a beach or, you know, whatever. And they're like, oh, I this relates to blank. So just encouraging you, if you have never heard from the Lord before in a way of any of those that we just listed, I would encourage you just start asking God to reveal himself to you, ask him to speak to you, and then be willing to turn your dial. Like be willing to think a second longer on that thought that jumped into your head that you're like, no, 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 that's just me. Like maybe pause and be like, well, was that me or was that God? You know, God, what what do you say to that? Was that something that I should listen to or was that just myself? So mm-hmm. just an encouragement to be willing to change your frequency and stop listening to your own voice and start really pressing in for the Lord's. Mm, so good. The next thing just under prayer that I would say is pray for your employees or your contractors. Like ask God to bless them and their families radically. Yeah. Um, your business is not just about you. It's about like the people that work for you or your clients even, which I think I already said that, but like prayer is so powerful and and, and just having that heart posture to pray for others and not just yourself, not just your own business, not just your own like success with sales, like actually just making sure that you as a business owner, your business as a whole is doing the will of God and is glorifying Jesus in every single thing that they're doing, which would include, um, how you interact with your contractors or your employees. Um, the last thing we actually started doing earlier this year was doing prayer walks. Um, and we hadn't been doing them before. And we got that idea from a book called The Circle Maker by, by Mark Batterson. Highly recommend. If Highly you, recommend on prayer. If you have listened to this episode thus far, I'm gonna need you to freaking go to the, what is my saying? The show notes right now. We have a link for it. Click that so freaking fast. Oh my word. Like life-changing book. <laughs> life-changing book. Life-changing book. It will radically like before I read it, I was just at the point in my prayer life where I was just like, 
literally what Evie even said earlier. I'm just like, Jesus, like, help me not get sick today. Thanks. Like, it was like pathetic. It was like so sad. <laughs> um, and that book wrecked me. I was like, oh, shoot. Okay. I need to be praying way bigger things. Okay. Great. Yeah, so powerful. Um, it's so powerful. So what we've been doing is we started doing prayer walks. We did it leading up to the conference, but then we continued it after that. And it's just been so good. Just like interceding for this business, for the Heart University, for our team, for each other, for like every single person that comes in contact with our podcast, with our, like our students, our core students, everybody. So like, if you're listening to this, we've prayed for you on those prayer walks. Uh, So there's that. We love you. Yeah, we love you. Um, but yeah, that's hopefully those, that's a lot under the tab, the tab of prayer or that was number two. Well, that's, I think just to recap that essentially have regular meetings with and build relationship with your co-CEO, like bring him into all of your decisions. And then number three, this is a big one as having God as your co-CEO is to goal set alongside of him. So we set aside time every year, every quarter, every month, and every week. So like, many times in our businesses (laughs) to sit down with Jesus and just review all of our goals, all of our tasks, our worries, our dreams, like everything. And we just simply take time to say, God, what do you think? And then make space to listen and learn. So before sitting down with pen and paper to really strategize with the Lord, which we do, we take time to shake off all of our distractions and really focus on Him. So that looks like worship, prayer, journaling, whatever. Just shaking off all the thoughts, all of the worries, everything that's going on in our minds and really just locking eyes with the Father and being like, I am here in your presence. You know, the same way you would walking down the hallway to go spend time or hopping in your car to drive to go meet up with a friend. You're going to take some time to just kind of, you know, shake off all the work tasks, shake off the kid's temper tantrum that just melted down right before you left the door. You know, whatever it is, you're going to really prepare yourself to step into a relationship with someone to have conversations or to step into a meeting and to hear from them. So that's an encouragement is just before you do what we're about to talk about next, like sitting down with pen and paper and asking him specific questions, which we'll break down in a second. Make sure you're also preparing yourself for that meeting Mm -hmm. by really locking in on the Lord and just spending time in praise, in worship, in in prayer, in journaling before you step in. Because I promise that's that's what's tuning you into that radio signal. That's what's getting you onto the Lord's channel where you're going to be able to hear him and his responses as you press into him. Yeah, that's so good. Well, and then we are not going to leave you hanging. We have a bunch of questions that you can kind of ask to just get you started. When you sit down to actually dream with God and ask Him specific questions, here's some questions that you can start asking Him and then just like pray, journal, and listen for His response. So one question is, what visions or goals do you have for me or my business, right? How can I further your kingdom? What specific ways can I bring glory to you and use my business to impact the world around me? What is one thing you want me to focus on with you this, you know, insert time frame, like a year, month, week, whatever. Or God, I'm hungry for your perspective on these opportunities or this season. I want your creative ideas, your purpose, your goals to become mine. Will you show me what you have for me? Mm-hmm. So again, all these questions are really just framing your heart and your heart posture to a place of patiently waiting and eagerly letting him in to yeah. the goal process with you. I think so often in this culture of entrepreneurship, business, especially for females, like the girl boss culture, it's all about what do I want? What do I want to make? How 
how like boss can I be? Oh, boss girl. (laughs) You get it. Like it's, it's all about your own glory. It's all about what you can make. It's all about manifesting like your own dollars and, and, and bringing what you want into your life. But this is more submitting and releasing that to the creator of the, of the world, right? Like it's asking him, God, what do you want for me? Because if you get on the same path that God has for you with your business and your life, you're going to go so much farther, so much further than you ever could just trying to do it on your own. So that's kind of what those questions are just, you know, helping you, helping you get started with. Yeah. And there's so much peace and there's so much freedom in asking God and, and having him in that co-CEO seat. It is, the most powerful thing Lindsay and I have ever done together in our, you know, separate businesses, like in any business we've run, that is the most powerful thing I think we have done in our businesses. And, you know, we haven't done it perfectly. I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, we are the holiest of perfection in the believer space. Like not at all. We have, we have stumbled, we have fallen, we have taken control back into our own hands and made poor business decisions without the Lord. You know, we're human, but at the end of the day, we have invited God into the co-CEO seat and it has been the most powerful thing for us. And we really wanted to share that with you today. And at the end of this this podcast, the one thing that I really want you to take away from this is that it's not a formula. It is not a, oh, sign on this contract and you will have to send this proposal and then this will occur. It's It's not formulaic. It's not business. It is a relationship. And in the same way that I couldn't run the Heart University, I couldn't run a business with Lindsay without having a close relationship with her. When it comes to, you know, making big business decisions or anything, I hop on a call with her. When I'm Mm -hmm. feeling frustrated or I'm confused, I hop on a call with Lindsay. When I'm excited, I FaceTime Lindsay. When I am, you know, frustrated, I FaceTime Lindsay. You know, Lindsay and I have that relationship. The minute anything pops up, big, small, happy, sad, excited, frustrated, anything. I am in conversation with my business partner. And that is how we should view God in business. And when we do, our lives and our businesses will transform. Mm, That's so good. Um, To end us out, I actually... I, I have a story that I think will will just be hopefully encouraging and helpful. Um, didn't run this by Evie first, but it's fine. I'm not going to share anything that's this is that you, hey, that you wait, wouldn't. Wait, can I say this? When, when you have a close relationship with your business partner, you trust them implicitly. I have no hesitations that Lindsay's going off on a story that I have no clue. Anyways, continue. That's a beautiful <laughs> metaphor. Because um, I keep going back to like, um, hearing from God and then like I practice hearing his voice. And, and I can just imagine people that haven't done that. Like, uh, they're like, wait, what? So I, this is an example of how I heard from God specifically for like the Heart University in a picture form, right? Um, which was one of the ones that we told. It was back when we were just doing, at the time we were just doing, we had just done like one or two photography workshops. I think maybe just even one. I can't even remember. Um, and w- that was going pretty successfully. It was called the Heart Workshop. And I mean, when we started the Heart Workshop, the photography workshop that was the Heart Workshop, like no clue, no fathomable clue of what what it would be now, right? Like I had not a clue that they, we'd have a podcast, that we'd have a business conference. Like what the heck? Like nothing <laughs> like that. Um and one morning I was cooking breakfast. You know, when you're like sauteing potatoes or whatever, you're, you're just like cooking and you're like, your brain is like completely blank and you're just like focusing, like whatever, like you're not thinking about 
anything necessarily. That's what was happening. And I can't remember if this was right before we had decided. I think it was right after. That would probably make sense. Because so we had just decided to like change the name from the Heart Workshop to be the Heart University um, and open like a photography course. Um, And at that time, like, I think we had maybe a slight idea that like we would have more courses than just the one, but like we were not thinking that big. I don't think like at that time. Um, and I was just cooking my potatoes in the morning. I was alone. (laughs) Like Andrew was in the Coast Guard. So he was like not home at this time. This was before any of my children existed. So I'm just like cooking, you know, all by myself. And God just drops this picture of like, like a, a, what's like a head of a university, like a chancellor's office kind of thing. Like a dean's? Yeah, a dean or chan- whatever. Yeah. Whatever, whoever owns the, co- whatever, you get it. Um, Like I pictured this, like, like a building, like a huge campus called the Hart University. And in it, like the dean chancellor, I don't, again, I don't know who, <laughs> who, who owns it, whatever. Um, I saw like an office and I don't even think we were there. Like, I don't even think, it was like our office necessarily, but I'm literally gonna cry just like sharing this. This It's like so bad. So like I, I, I saw like a, like a, what's that called? Like a, what is the word I'm trying to say? A a painting, (laughs) not a painting, like a photograph, like a photograph on the wall. And it had, this is also so funny. It it had me, Evie and our husbands on it. And you were not even, I don't think you had not even started dating Landon again at the time, but I was single at the time. You were single at the time, but I was like, I had a feeling it was Landon because I was like, it's going to be Landon. Um, (laughs) But it was us for like, but like mainly us and like our husbands. And it was like, like the founders of the Hart University and like having that, like that a hundred percent didn't come from me. Like what the heck? Like that? No, like. I was just, I've said like a bajillion times, apologies. Anyways, <laughs> um, I, I just, I was sitting there cooking breakfast and that picture just radically hit me because I, I thought, okay, uh, this is a photography workshop at the time. Like I have no fathomable clue of what we're doing, but that picture showed me, oh, wait, okay, we might not be an accredited real life in-person like physical university with campuses, but it it gave me a vision of showing the scale and the grandness and the legacy that we were, our photos was on like the Dean's wall, but we weren't even like alive necessarily. I mean, we could have been, but like it it was- It was beyond us. Yes, it was beyond us. It had surpassed us. And without that vision, like, I don't know if we would have- I mean, again, we, we might have, God speaks to us in many ways, but we were thinking so small and it was like, it was just a cute little photography workshop at the time. And that vision just showed like God's purpose for the Heart University and for this, this partnership and this business of what he could do when we fully give it to him. And so that's just an example of, I, I mean, I called up Evie that day and I was like, yo, listen, <laughs> I was like, we, we chose the name of the Heart University, get this. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's, it's, it's an encouragement and a reminder that when God's your co-CEO, he's going to come to you with, Hey, have you thought of this? Hey, mm-hmm. do you realize the scale of this? Hey, do you, you know, it is not just us being like, he's not a genie in a bottle that we go to and say, okay, I'm trying to make this decision. Should it be option A or option B? It's, it's a, friend, a 
a co-partner, like a business partner who is just as excited and happy and, and ready for you to further his kingdom in the way that he has called you to do as you are probably more excited than you are, to be totally honest. Like I would say God has so much more planned for all of us than we could ever imagine. And it's just a matter of us saying yes and stepping in with him. And that example Lindsay gave is just a prime example of that relationship with God was there so that when she had that picture pop into her head, she knew her spirit was in tune with the Father and she knew, oh, this is from God. Like this, and what does this mean? And I'm sure, Lindsay, whether consciously or subconsciously, you asked God and you were like, what does that mean? Like you were asking him in your spirit and he began revealing to you, it's bigger than you think. There is is more here. This is long-lasting. This is, you know, bigger than than even you guys. Also, Evie's gonna get married someday. Don't worry, she won't be an old maid. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But that relationship is truly life-changing. And that's true though. There was not three people in the photo. There was four. You, you were like, aha, Evie will get married. That's good to know. She hopes for that someday. <laughs> she hopes for that someday. Oh, I love it. Well, friend, I hope that you made it through this hot mess of an episode and that you got something really powerful out of it. I hope that us kind of sharing our experience and journey with making God our CEO really helped spark some ideas and, you know, excitement and vision for you and inviting God into that seat in your business as well. If you have follow-up questions on this, please pop over to the Heart and Hustle Facebook group. We would love to start a conversation of believing entrepreneurs who are on the journey of bringing God into the co-CEO seat. That would be such a fun thread for all of us to just jump on and begin a conversation with. Yes. And don't be afraid to message Lindsay and I privately. If you were impacted by this episode, if you have questions about this episode or anything where you'd like a little bit more personal, like private insight. Lindsay and I are always DMs open and we love having conversation with you and just chatting via Instagram. Always, always. Well, we will see you on the next episode. And if you love this episode, please screenshot it, share it on the Instagram, on the Instagram and tag us. Uh, We just want to know if this hit your heart and if you want more faith-based episodes like this. Oh, and share it with friends, with other believers who are entrepreneurs that you're like, this was good if if it was. (laughs) Send it to your friends. We would love if you shared it. Awesome. See you on the next episode, guys.